0: Hello everyone and welcome to another installment of Podcast 360, your go-to resource for medical news and clinical updates. I'm your moderator Jessica Bard with Consultant 360, Specialty Network. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, people with diabetes are two to three times more likely to have depression compared with people without diabetes. Dr. Shree Banerjee is here to speak with us about that today. Dr. Banerjee is a faculty member at the School of Health Sciences at Walden University based in Loyola, Pennsylvania. He's also a clinical biostatistician and epidemiologist. Thank you for joining us today. Your research is titled Longitudinal Effects of Depression on Diabetes, a Physical-Mental Health Connection. You were looking for a way to connect and relate both physical and mental health. How did you do that in this study?
1: Thank you for that question. So when I first got started in medical school, I was even thinking in terms of main chronic diseases. And so one of the major chronic diseases that I encountered again and again was diabetes. And diabetes was something in in primary care is just so common. And so any condition that you are thinking about specifically um, A lot of times as a comorbid condition, diabetes um, is there. So how was there a way to relate a major physical condition to a major mental health condition? And so one major mental health condition is depression. And so the way to relate these two took a little bit of time, to think about. But in this research project, we were able to create a mathematical model.
0: In your research, what participant characteristics really played a role in the results that you found? For instance, what was the difference that you saw in men versus women? Was there a specific age? Kind of tell us about the participant characteristics.
1: Thank you, yes. There were uh, specific differences um, that we did observe. Now, in this respondent profile, the National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey. In this, there are techniques that are used to make sure that there are balanced representation of different ethnicities. So this was a diverse population between the years 1999 and 2010. And in this, we were able to observe even a distribution of depression with race, with Gender. However, there were um, some slight differences that were observed. So, for instance, with obesity level, we did observe that there were higher levels of depression experienced in individuals that were obese as compared to um, normal weight. And so um, that was something that was expected. And um, other conditions as well, we saw similar patterns.
0: Is there a common physiological pathway between depression and diabetes that would explain this connection
1: thank you for that question as it turns out there is one specific aspect which is inflammation which is a potential common pathway between these two conditions i started investigating inflammation specifically uh, in my phd years when i was trying to find the connection between C-reactive protein, which is a primary inflammatory biomarker, and cardiovascular disease, cardiorenal syndrome specifically. And surely enough, there was a strong connection found between inflammatory biomarkers and cardiorenal syndrome. And of course, going back to my medical school days in pathology, I remember my instructor telling me that inflammation is a key sort of reaction of the body to any sort of injury. And so this sort of phenomenon of inflammation can be observed in many places. And so similarly, just like inflammation, um, there's also conceptual sort of connections that tie depression and diabetes. So if we think about life course epidemiology and just think about all of the different types of exposures in utero that the person experiences, this can be also another source that can connect these two conditions.
0: In your research, you talked about screening tools. What are the key takeaways here for healthcare practitioners in relation to mental health and what types of screening tools can be used to monitor and identify cases of depression?
1: So I'll take that question one at a time. So first of all, this Research really is useful for practitioners because it shows the importance of trying to keep an eye out for depression. So in encounters and patient encounters, it's really important to understand what types of mental health issues the person may be experiencing. Additionally, at at a population health level, at a research level, it's important to also understand not only the specific mental health connections with diabetes, but also the key mental health ramifications with other chronic conditions, whether it's congestive heart failure or other sorts of uh, diseases specifically. The reason I say that is because there has been a term that has been coined known as diabetes distress. So this is emotional and mental health sorts of issues that are connected with diabetes specifically. So similarly, there may be a need to create distress sorts of measures specific to other conditions. Furthermore, other sorts of screening tools and measures that are efficient and quick, but also are accurate are needed to be developed as it pertains to depression.
0: Is there anything else you'd like to add today?
1: No, I, th- I think that's it.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. We really appreciate your time.
1: Thank you for having me.